0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 50th episode of If We Can Just Say. 50. That's insane. Makes me think of the Molly Shannon skid on SNL. I'm 50! Anyway, <laughs> I am your host, as always, Jessica Carter Ogle, and with me is my husband, Stephen Ogle.
1: Hey, everybody. How we doing?
0: Everyone's probably doing good. Probably it?
1: probably all right. Probably all right. Michigan folks are probably uh, sick of the snow, but, you know, yeah. we're all good.
0: Yeah. We have had a lot of snow lately.
1: Yeah, we needed it though. The lakes the lakes have been uh last year the lakes weren't very high. Yeah. Um, because we didn't get a lot of snow the previous year. Mm-hmm. It was that way the year before that cuz we talked about it on a podcast going up north and trying to snowshoe uh, and it being muddy. Bummer. So, we definitely need more snow and this was like really good thick snow that we got this week and heavy snow. So like maybe maybe it'll help the lakes out some so
0: yeah on Friday we were supposed to go to dinner with a friend and we they called for like six to ten inches of snow and at about I don't know maybe like four o'clock it started snowing but it was like really rainy and it wasn't sticking to the ground just to the grass and I had my back to the window and I'm like oh this is no big deal it's not like anything we can still go to dinner and Steven comes up a couple hours later, and he's like, "When was the last time you looked out the window?" Because I turned around, and it was there was snow. Yeah, I, I was agree. like, "All right, we're canceling. I'm not 25 anymore, thinking I can go out in a snowstorm."
1: Yeah, there was no uh, getting out in that. It no. was just not worth it.
0: And because it was so wet and rainy, it was so heavy. Like, even yeah. watching Soph run in the backyard, you could tell she was, like, plucking her front paws out of the snow to run. Like, not just, like, regular run, but, like, pluck them out, run, pluck them out, run. She looked adorable, obviously.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of a lot of snow out in our backyard still. It's not really melted off. And front, front yard's almost all gone. Yeah, and then be- it's raining, so it's going to probably freeze tonight. So Yeah, yay. it's, like,
0: rain sleet right now. Like, slushy, rainy. I didn't have my umbrella with me. The bad part about having an attached garage is I don't fully understand what the weather is when I (laughs) leave, so like... I didn't have, like, the right jacket, and I didn't have my umbrella. And so I came out of work with, like, my other jacket, like, over my head. I had to brush a layer of slush off my car. It was horrible.
1: It's like she doesn't understand the concept of looking at the uh, Weather Channel to go, Oh, Who the Weather the Channel time. says i got to pack
0: my lunch and drink my coffee. And, like, my head hurts because of the weather and the atmospheric pressure. It's a lot happening. <laughs> And my sleep was thrown off this week because somebody had to go to a concert on a weeknight and then have an extravaganza on a Sunday night. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this lady is tired.
1: Went to see. Uh, well, first of all, uh, met up with Ricky at the uh, at the good old Jolly Pumpkin down he, in Detroit. He took
0: someone else to our date spot. Yeah. Cheater. Oh. Can yeah.
1: I- no, I'm I'm not forgetting. Okay. I'm not forgetting. Okay. On, on my, I, I told him, I told him. I said, call back,
0: h- call back to an early episode.
1: Yeah. I, I said, look, man, you've listened to all the episodes. You you talk, you know, you message me every week about listening to the episodes. And I said, you, you should remember very on in the beginning. One of the first episodes we talked about, there's this parking lot that's down there by Jolly Pumpkin that looks like you can't park in, but you can park there. And that is what I told him. And I sent him the pin drop for it in Google. And then he's like, no, i use Apple. I said, okay, I sent him the pin drop in Apple for where it is. Like, go to this location. And, like, he calls me. I'm on my way there. And he calls me. And he he left early because it took him, like, you know, almost 90 minutes to get there. So he left way early. And uh, (laughs) he calls me and he's like, I don't know if that's the parking lot. It's got, like, a it's got like a beam it doesn't look like you can park in there i'm like dude i literally told you it looks like you can't park you can park there he's like it's i think it says michigan state parking it doesn't matter you can park there nobody cares
0: hilarious no one listens to me (laughs) i swear thank you for all that you're listening to the podcast ricky but i need you to really start listening not just hearing (laughs)
1: So yeah, uh, so we, we parked there, went to Jolly Pumpkin, uh, got some great, great pizzas, and uh, man, their their flatbread pizzas are amazing. I can't wait to go back. So yeah, um, I was jealous. And uh, apparently, I was talking. Side note, I was talking to your dad yesterday, and he's never been there, and and he likes pizza, and he's like, their pizza looks like really good yeah, a lot of times. Jealous. I'm like, dude, their flatbread pizzas good. They ha- they have a brick oven, so yeah. I was like, you know, we could go there. Yeah, so, we'll have
0: to go down there sometime.
1: Yeah, maybe we can all go down there and get some good food. So yeah. uh, I apologize in advance if I uh, uh, turn to cough. I still have a lingering cough, and I'm um, going to be using cough drops the whole podcast.
0: Yeah, it's like one of those like bronc- bronchial coughs. Like when I had bronchitis, and I would cough, and it would take <laughs> my breath away. It sounds like you can't like breathe when you're coughing.
1: Yeah, it's literally like the nagging like end. like the yeah. It's just not quite gone, and then I cough. It's great. Yeah. So, um, But yeah, so we went down there, hit Jolly Pumpkin, hung out for, I don't know, we were down there before the show, so we hung out there for an hour or so, more, almost two hours, I guess.
0: And who did you guys see?
1: We went to see uh, Fit for a King, which I have talked about several times. Uh, The Hell We Create is an album they released last year and last October, and... um,
0: If you guys uh, watched any of our soundless videos, you will see... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> man, I'm so mad. I You're jumping the gun on sorry, me. Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, I'll, 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 I'll get back to that, folks. Um, But yeah, so I've talked about Fit for a King quite a bit on this podcast. I've talked about that album and the lyrics on that album. It's a good um, album. It's, it's one of my top five albums of last year. It's probably one of my top metal albums of the last, oh man, I, I, I can't say a year number, but it's definitely high up in my list of metal albums. It's fantastic. I, I love the whole thing. Um, and I, I remembered when I got there, Ricky and I were talking, like, we had seen them previously on tour for their first album.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I don't so, remember you seeing that.
1: Yeah, we saw them in 2014, and uh, they've put out, this is their fifth album since then. They were touring for their first album. They were opening for a different band. Well, it's almost um,
0: 10 years since then, so I'm not surprised to have five albums, but yeah, that's crazy that it's almost been 10 years since you saw, like. Yeah,
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, like we saw that show. Um, I don't remember who they were touring with. I think it was a band called Four Today, but they were in Pontiac at a, at a small club called the Crowfoot, which was cool. Not the ballroom, but the Crowfoot, the one that looks like a bar with a balcony. Um, but uh, yeah, that that was cool to see them there. And I, I, I have little recollection of it because they only play like five songs. But this is their first headlining tour and they've sold out almost every show on the tour uh, their lead singer told us that um, when the when all the dates got announced and the tickets became available um, that Detroit was the second show on the card to sell out nice and when they toured in 2017 for a much smaller headlining tour in which like it was like they did like 20 cities or something like that and had like two bands with them is real tiny tour. But it was technically a headlining tour, but not to the size of of stature that this one is. Um, And they said that Detroit was like the worst selling show on that tour in 2017. So they were pretty happy to see that Detroit sold out within two days.
0: Detroit likes to just do what Detroit likes to do. You can't really predict it. Yeah, (laughs) but
1: they were excited to get to Detroit because of the sellout thing. Um, That's got
0: to be cool as an artist, too. Yeah.
1: and they've sold out almost every show on this tour, um, and it's a good 30-city, maybe a little bit more than that, tour, because uh, they've hit a couple of dates in Canada as well. It's, it's fantastic. They have four, uh, three bands with them, uh, uh, one band called Kingdom of Giants. Um, their drummer was fantastic, uh, probably the second-best drummer on the on the tour. He was he was fantastic very, very good drummer they sounded okay I, I'm I don't know like I, I didn't mind seeing them live they were good uh, hadn't been to a full metal show in a while so that was you know a good opening band uh, the next band was called Alpha Wolf and they're from Australia they were a little bit more together it's one of those things that like you could tell as these bands went on that like each band had more experience than the last or was just more together than the last. Well, didn't
0: you say you liked them more as they progressed? To yeah. just for all of that and sound and everything, like yeah. And that's kind of how it is. Like the first band is usually like the not as good. Like they're getting if you're like the first of like three opening bands for a headlining tour, you're the bottom of the barrel. But that gives you the experience and the yeah to get yourself up there.
1: They're, they're the band that needs the most exposure. Yes, um, they're the band that needs the most. Ex- uh, uh, to gain the most experience. Um, and you put them on first, you know? Yeah. Uh, Alpha, Alpha Wolf was pretty good. Uh, the band after that was North Lane. And North Lane had technical difficulties. And there was a good 30 minute gap in between those two bands. And that, that sucked.
0: That was like the Zayo concert. That one band. It, like Well,
1: that they, was Z- Zayo had technical oh, difficulties. Oh, was it Zayo? Yeah. I couldn't remember. But this was like they had to rewire all the wires for the drum set. That sucks. Literally everything. And it was like, man, like, they took a long time. And we're standing on concrete, and I'm like, this is not good. So for that band, I would would venture to say that they probably cut their set by a good three, maybe even four songs. They felt like they had the same amount of time as the two bands before them, and they should have had more, because they're the last band before the main band. Because generally... Generally, the spots are 20 minutes, 20 minutes, and like 30 minutes or 35 yeah. minutes or something like that, and then your headliner. Like
0: an hour for the headliner. Yeah.
1: So, um, and if you do three bands, it's like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and then an hour, hour plus or whatever. But uh, Northlane, good band. Uh, they mix uh, metal and electronic. Their guitar player was really cool. He had a, a MacBook set up with a bunch of dubstep stuff um, and using that while they were uh, in the middle of songs and stuff. Very cool. Um. I enjoyed them a lot. They were fun. They were also from Australia. Um, so cool three opening bands, but we were there to see Fit for a King, you know, and Fit for a King is the band that like Ricky and I have been talking about since October. We've been listening to since October. And this, you could tell this crowd was ready for it. Like.
0: I know you were ready we were, for it. We
1: were ready. We, we, we were sold out. Uh, the balcony was full. Uh, We were on the main floor, and we moved up after each band. We moved up and got closer, Um, and we made it, eh, we made it, I don't know, I'd say we made it up a little bit more than halfway on the main floor, uh, close to the stage, Um, off to the side, not in the middle of the mosh pit, because that's, I'm 40, and Ricky put up a photo of that, (laughs) of like, you know, in our 40s, uh, plus mosh pit equals probably not a good idea, uh, which I looked at him at one point while we were waiting for Fit for a King to come on. And I was like, uh, there's a scene in Return of the Jedi where Han and Luke are about to get thrown into the Sarlacc pit on Tatooine in front of Jabba. And uh, Luke goes, uh, you know, I grew up here, you know? And Han goes, you're going to die here, you know?
0: <laughs> I'm glad you and Ricky didn't die at the Fit for a King show. That would have been real mad. <laughs>
1: but it was just like oh man this is i don't know i'm i'm getting a bit old for this but um man they were fantastic absolutely fantastic live um i will see them again i was hoping that they would be uh, towards the end of the tour be in our area again but they're not going to be they were
0: absolutely
1: fantastic Um,
0: I'm just glad you were able to go because you had to cancel so much stuff the weekend before and you miss Norma Jean. And we were basically on a lockdown in the house of like not going anywhere. Like we didn't go anywhere or see anyone. And if we did go to the grocery store or something, we were masked up. He wouldn't go anywhere or do anything because he's like, I am not missing this concert. Yeah. I can't miss him.
1: Uh, so they played 15 songs total um eight from the new album eight out of the 10 songs on the new album which was which was great man and they played some old songs too uh from the they played a song from the first album they played they represented every one of their six full albums um on the pre-show if you paid for vip which we did not they did three songs for all the vip people of which they represented one of the six albums that they didn't represent in the full live show which was cool um, but the one thing I guess I want to uh, really hit is their lead singer, Ryan. He stopped in the middle of the show at, uh, in between songs and thanked all of us. He's like, I just want you guys to know that this album is super personal to me from a lyrical standpoint. It's a big journey that I took during the pandemic. And he's like, you know, my family. And he's like, it's very it's a very heavy lyrical album and he's like and I just want to thank all of you for going on this journey with us he's like because the comments have come towards us uh, you know on social media uh, emails all this kind of stuff people meeting us after the show and he's like and I just really appreciate all of you guys caring about my family and this story that we put on this album I thought that was really cool because like a lot of a lot of bands that we go see don't necessarily get personal on stage and not to say that everybody needs to but when an album like this is that personal it's kind of cool when the when the writer comes out and says hey man appreciate you guys coming on this journey
0: well you feel so connected to the band you feel more connected to the concert to the show like you were talking about all the other opening or the all the other lead singers on there being like are you all and ready are you fff yeah. F, F, whatever and it's fine i mean i don't have a problem with the swearing but it's just like okay anybody can do that like connect with me on a different level yeah. and it sounds like he did that and so when you pay money to go there you want to feel that connection that's what music does to you it makes you feel a certain way so if you can amplify that with a connection to the lead singer that's cool
1: yeah um and and the other thing I was gonna mention is that their six albums have all landed on the top twelve of the hard rock Billboard charts, all nice. six of their albums have nice. landed in the top. 12. I
0: liked this last one. I feel like I probably could have handled it.
1: Yeah, you you'd have been fine. They, I mean, when they go heavy, they go heavy, yeah, and
0: that's when I'm like. Rrr.
1: But it's not for the full entire song. They yeah. don't do that. They have they have a lot of uh, a lot of melodic's. Um, for for their melodies and stuff. Uh, Very cool. But also, I didn't know that Ryan doesn't do all of the singing on the album. The guitar player and the bass player, they also do a ton of singing as well, which, man, their bass player, that dude, he is super athletic. The stuff he does on stage with spinning around and spinning the bass around him, like, it is fun to watch that guy is fun to watch like i recommend go get on instagram and and look at fit for a king's videos that they put up because they put videos of him at almost every show doing something insane with his bass and spinning around and on stage very cool uh which he climbed up on the balcony he climbed the uh speakers and walked on the balcony and then walked to the back of the balcony and put his foot over the rail and started and was playing bass with the song which was pretty cool but Nice. he staged over a few times but it was a fun show uh, they had some the, a good light show with them they had uh, projector screens behind them projecting stuff up during it um, but yeah it was great man 15 songs and uh, I, my thing was is that I'm still getting over and get my energy back so by the time we hit like I don't know we hit 10 plus songs and I was like my feet are starting to hurt mm-hmm. I'm old um I'm, yeah neither uh, of us are I'm quite 100 fit- yeah, yeah it, and it's not even that i'm old it's that i'm like i was still like man i'm not fully recovered i was i was especially hype.
0: with the cough and you're yeah. yelling and you're you know
1: yeah so um but it was fun ricky and i had a blast um and we we're we got another show we're going to to see august burns red in april i believe yeah. april or may i can't remember and that's going to be a blast too because that's going to be a really heavy that'll be a really heavy show like and next heavy. week
0: we have four concert or four shows four coming Three, up we have wednesday third wednesday we have a concert friday we have a concert saturday we have a play sunday we have a concert yeah
1: and we'll hit those on the next yeah. podcast cuz yeah. it's we're going we'll have another podcast have out before then but
0: so crazy
1: but yeah those are going to be fun
0: we do have another one
1: yeah we I release on tuesday and our concerts aren't until wednesday
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I know. Okay. So, no, we're on the same page.
1: But, yeah. um, So, yeah, that was a fantastic show. That was Thursday night. and I got home and finally yeah. got into bed at almost 1 o'clock.
0: I know. And, I, you know, so I don't know how any other, like, couples are. Like, I'm sure there's, like, spouses that can fully go to sleep when their spouse is out for the night. Like, that is not me, especially with Sophia, because I know... She's going to hear him and I'm going to be woken up anyway by a bark. So like, you know, I got my mouth guard, my eye mask, my earplugs to go to bed. (laughs) And so I'm like, well, I'll just put in one earplug and try to like go in and out of sleep till he gets home and then... You know, I was listening for his text, and then I get a text that says, I'm stopping for gas, and I'm like, it was too late to stop for gas. And then he comes home, and he's telling me about something and I was like, your Instagram videos don't have any sound. I got to oh, go to bed.
1: <laughs> and let me tell you guys. And I guess
0: he recorded through Insta?
1: I recorded through Instagram, not through my camera on my phone, yeah. and I will never do that again because mm-hmm. I had some great video, but there is no sound um, and Ricky turned around and sent me all the stuff that he took. Cause we didn't take video at the same time. And I'm not a person that stays on my phone the entire time, but I was putting it on our Instagram account yeah. and tagging the bands, which was cool. Cause like all the bands, kingdom of giants, alpha wolf, North lane, they all saw it. They all went and looked at our story, yeah. which was, it, which was cool. Uh, fit for a King, you know, they're getting hammered with tons of people. Uh, so I, uh, you know, But I tagged him on everything, but there was no sound, and that sucked. And then Ricky gave me some stuff, and I'm laying in bed at two, you know, twelve thirty in the morning after showering and everything. Probably
0: two thirty. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: No, I I turned off the light at one, but I was laying there like putting up some, going through the stuff he sent me and putting up some videos with sound because I was like, ah, this is frustrating. The key
0: to most videos is sound. Yeah,
1: I was like, what is happening? So I don't know why the sound didn't work for me, but he recorded through his camera. I was just recording through the Instagram. If we can just yeah. say, like, podcast story, so that I could just immediately upload it, tag Fit for a King, upload it, and keep, and get back to the show. Because yeah. I didn't want to have to record it on my camera and then well, and then our, try to... for uh, our next uh,
0: five concerts, we won't do that.
1: Yeah. So, um, but anyhow, it was a great show. Uh, I, I had an absolute blast. The other thing was that was cool. They had all the merch down in the shelter because they added a new bar because it's it i don't know if i said before but we went to st andrews when you walked into st andrews originally uh, or previously the bar was on the left side and on the right side they would put the merch well they put a new bar there so they put the merch tables all down in the shelter and they put up a camera like a full-fledged like legit camera on the balcony in st andrews facing the main stage and then they put up like a hundred foot not a But they put up a large, like, 70-inch projector screen on the stage for the shelter so that all the people at the merch tables could see, you know— their, the bands. their bands playing. Nice. And I thought that was cool. They had that bar open down there too. So you could go between and you could, you could either watch the show or go down there and check out merch and you'd know whether or not you're missing the show or whatnot. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. It was, um, a, it was a good spot.
0: I'm glad that you had a good time. That yeah. kicked off what was to be a busy weekend for you and what I thought was going to be a relaxing Saturday for me because you were supposed to go get tattoos, but instead, and I was supposed to just like sit on the couch eating bonbons. But what happened was we cleaned out the basement instead.
1: Yeah, because the uh, snowstorm took out the power at the tattoo parlor, um, so I was not able to go see JR. so we had to postpone that. Unfortunately, it's postponed all the way to April, and I'm like, ugh
0: man because we had it on the calendar we've been wanting to clean out the basement like the basement storage and we had it on the calendar to do like next saturday because i tell you if we don't put it on the calendar i mean then it can move it's not like it's set in stone but it's knowing that we want to do it so i was like well do you just want to do it today and we ended up doing it and we got it done and i'm i'm happy that we did it but i was tired saturday night and then um sunday we did some run and run for my parents helping them with some electronic stuff steven was doing him and my dad had to go to best buy to return some surround sound that my dad had purchased in 21 on my best buy card (laughs) though when they got there best buy couldn't find the purchase
1: couldn't find it on my card under my number under your number under your dad's number under your dad's name under your name we didn't even think about your mom no offense to your mom i know she's probably listening but like we didn't even think about using her phone number, yep. and that's where it was. After getting you guys to come all the way here to the house to pick up your card, which turns out you have the same number that I do. I don't know which why I didn't you think about have. that.
0: Yeah, which I should have. Um, it was just such a mess. Yeah. Like I found it unbelievable that, like, because they said I called like Best Buy and they're like, "You don't need the receipt" because my mom couldn't find it. Basically, it kind of got fried in the power surge.
1: Not kind of. It did. It was toasted. And so
0: we got that. We got the extended warranty, so we wanted to utilize that, but. They couldn't find it. And like when she finally found it under my mom's name and I'm talking, this has took a couple hours, this whole extravaganza. Yeah. And like she finally found it and then she's like, it was used on the Best Buy card with these last four digits. And I'm like, yeah, literally the card that I'm holding in my hand right here. So how on earth it didn't pull up. I don't know. So yeah, and, make sure and, you guys keep your best buy receipts because it doesn't matter if you use the card.
1: Yeah, and she was very patient. She I, was I, very I nice. wish I remember her name, but yeah. there was a uh, Best Buy in Westland. Totally um, not
0: anything against her, like, but no. she was great, super patient, trying everything she can, and she ended up getting it. But
1: she was very nice. The lady uh, at the Geek Squad was very nice. Um, so yeah, uh, props to the Best Buy in Westland. They were they were cool. Customer service man, very good. Yeah. very calm, collected, and uh, you know, it it was cool. So the,
0: so we did all that for a lot of the day, and then we had to go pick up our Girl Scout cookies. Shout out <laughs> to my girl Cree. She's yeah. a little Girl Scout in Dearborn area. Um, we got a bunch of Girl Scout cookies from her. I'm going to tag her mom in our post, her mom, Juliana. If anyone needs Girl Scout cookies, they're super close to their goal. So yeah. I think they're selling them through the end of the month or maybe a little bit yep. into April, but they're very close to their goal. So if anybody wants any Girl Scout cookies, we had not eaten much yesterday and we picked up the Girl Scout cookies and opened like three of the boxes on the way home. So Jules, we might be ordering some more too. Yeah. But yeah, so a shout out. Thank Man. you for the Girl Scout cookies.
1: I, I don't know if they're new, but those s'mores. Yeah. Were, those the s'mores, s'mores are ones so good. were really
0: good. They kind of reminded me. Of I said to Steven, if you guys remember the Keebler sandwich cookies. Yep. Except with the marshmallow layer. Ugh. If the marshmallow layer wasn't there, it would have tasted just like that. But those were really good. I liked those. Yep. So. so yeah, shout out there. And then what did we do? We had to oh I am on like I have a go-to pair of black high heels, black pumps, if you will, yep. and a go-to pair of like knee-high black flat boots. And my pumps, I noticed, were like peeling in a spot. So I'm on a mission to find a new pair. I have so far ordered seven pairs, and they're all going back. Mm. So we had to go to the UPS store. I've got a few more on deck that I'm going to order. And I haven't even started the boot part yet. So we'll be heading up to the UPS store a lot in the near future. And then we had people over for AEW, which we'll talk about later in our yeah, at talk- the end of the section. But I will say one thing that happened this week. Steven was listening to um this comedian, and I don't remember who it was, so my bad. But he was talking about hall pass. Like, everyone knows what a hall pass is, right? You've got your – because he was talking about how his wife was picking celebrities for a hall pass and stuff, and he was like, oh, I picked the server at Applebee's. Like, I want this to happen. Like, I'm going to really, like, do it. Yeah. And I looked at Steven, and I was like, oh, who who would yours be? I know who yours would be. It would be Scarlett Johansson, wouldn't it? And he's like, yeah, and I, I was like – Hi, Steven. We can go out tonight if you'd like. Yeah,
1: you were like, "Well, maybe I should start talking like this."
0: Hi, my was name I... is ScarJo. Yes, Would I... you like to go out for some tacos? I, w- I was,
1: cr- <laughs> I didn't. I, I had my back turned to her, and like I like started crying, laughing. It caught me off guard. I was, it was it's oh spot on, my gosh. obviously. I was, as dying. all of my
0: impressions are, I'm sure. Oh my gosh! I'm sure Kelly's thinking that right now that my singing and all my impressions are pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah, of course what do you what is your guys take on hall pass leave us some comments like do you guys do that and is it appropriate to put the waitress from applebee's on the hall pass like i feel like i couldn't i'm really bad at picking like my favorite this or my favorite that or who do i like the most i literally couldn't even fill up a whole hall pass with people because i have no idea who would be and i don't even have the energy steven is enough of he's enough to handle i can't even imagine (laughs) i can't even imagine splitting my time even for a one night
1: oh my gosh like uh, jess is uh, she's serious when she says that because like we did our end of the year podcast and we're picking like our favorite this favorite that or whatever And she's like, she needed to know, like, at the beginning of December, she needed a month to figure out. And then and then, literally, like, hours before we recorded, she was like, uh, I don't, what what am I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Like, first dates,
0: when it's like, (laughs) what's your favorite this or that? I'm like, I don't freaking know, man. Like, there's so much stuff out there. I couldn't possibly tell you what my favorite anything is. Favorite color? Ah, I don't know.
1: I can tell you what it is. Gray or blue? Mm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Those are good home decor colors, but not necessarily my favorite color, you fool.
1: Our whole house is gray and blue until you come to the basement, and then I've got every color in the rainbow. Yeah, and that's, then true. Some. That's, that's true. That's got, true. I got to have colors, man. I like ton, tons of colors.
0: Our kitchen is green, by the way. Our spare room is green. That's not my by your office, choice, though. No, but still.
1: When it's by your choice, it'll be gray or blue.
0: No, it's going to be like a blue-gray, actually. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's going to be. I've got it (laughs) picked out already. Uh. You know what? Shut up, mister. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, things you're watching and stuff, for some reason, my 42-year-old husband has been sending me TikToks this week. I can't help it. I literally was like, I came down here and I was like, when did you get a TikTok? What is this? Stop texting me TikToks. He sent me one of some lady who did a home decor makeover. It was trash. And then he sent me (laughs) one about how to fold towels today. Also trash. Who's got the time? I'm like, not only are you on TikTok, but you're watching the dumbest stuff. Is this stuff you think I like and you're trying to send it to me? What's the deal here?
1: So I found an account today. Um, It's called unclogged underscore drains. And this guy, it's his actual job when it floods and stuff like that is to go to storm drains and clean them out. And I got to tell you, I could not stop watching them. This dude takes a rake and he's like, it's like, you know, it's when you drive on a road and like just, the water's just sitting there, like that means it's clogged up somewhere. So this guy literally takes... It takes him a couple minutes, but he's using this rake and he's digging in there to try to find it because he can't find where it is. And then he finds it, and it's so satisfying to watch the water just drain. I was watching
0: I, pimples be popped, watching drains being. <laughs> clean. Oh, I'm not watching pimples. What be, is this world oh my coming gosh. to?
1: I don't do the pimples thing. That's just gross. Oh my God, I'm not, just not interested even... in that. But the uh, the drains, man, that was that was a cool thing. It was pretty cool.
0: But I get how to fold a towel. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm not even going to talk about, like, you know, the patriarchy of It that. wasn't
1: even like a folding the towel. It was rolling the towel. And I sent it to you because you roll your towels. And this lady rolled her towel in a way that saved even more space. And I know how my wife is about space and storage. And it took
0: about... Twenty seconds to fold one towel. I could fold a whole load of laundry in twenty seconds. Well, she's doing
1: a, a, she's doing like a how-to. She's not doing her full speed here.
0: I really want the advice from the woman who takes twenty minutes to roll a towel in her thirty thousand dollar kitchen. First
1: of all, this is what's fun about my wife. My wife has no concept of time because as we've been talking, as we've been talking, this is TikTok, which (laughs) literally the videos are short.
0: Not short n- most of
1: them are not even a minute long. most of them aren't even twenty seconds. I've long. I've never
0: seen a video in my whole life that wasn't too long for me.
1: oh my gosh
0: never. I need a video to be about five seconds with no sound it and I can watch it.
1: Jess has absolute she has if there's a level of patience she has she's in the negative she's in the negative no. she's not even at zero. she is below zero and like.
0: This has been talked about At least triple,
1: maybe even five digits deep on the negative. That's how bad her patience is. It is awful. And her concept of time, she'll be like, I might have told this story already, but I got to tell it again. Over the holidays, when we went to go to White Castle to get some White Castle for a wrestling party, and... uh, we're sitting there, we go through the drive-thru, we ordered their big family packs, which are like 30 burgers a piece or some cookies. craziness, because we had a bunch of people coming over. And uh, we they asked us to pull over to a parking spot, we pulled over to a parking spot, and I'm not kidding, we were sitting there for maybe six minutes, maybe. That's a maximum. I'm being generous, it was probably three, and she was like... She was like, oh my God, how long are they going to take? We've been sitting here for like 35 minutes. And I was like, no, we've been sitting here for
0: six. I can't even watch like shows like on Netflix and stuff. I have to be constantly like pausing it or hitting the menu button to see how much time is left.
1: She is the type of person when we're in the movie theater, I get distracted because she turns her phone on, the screen on, so she can see the time. I'm like,
0: I have to see how much is left. I did that in Ant Man. We were about an hour in, and I was like, "How much longer do we got to this?" And I was like, "Quite a bit, quite like, a bit."
1: Like she'll be like, "Golden Girls." It's a twenty-two minute no, episode, and she'll be like, silly. "How old is this? How don't long be is this? Silly. How much I love, longer is no, this? Is my it over girls yet?"
0: Don't no, no, don't be. You're being asinine. <laughs> actually, <laughs> she
1: is nuts, folks. She's just a crazy person when it comes to time. I
0: don't have time to waste. on your tiktoks and your whatnots and your drains okay i'm very busy i also
1: follow a chiropractor on on uh tiktok where he uh he's uh popping people's uh you know bones and stuff man it's fantastic i can't think
0: someone needs to pop my stuff
1: (laughs) whoa this is a family friendly pop podcast
0: i didn't mean it like that that's a
1: that's a psa for everyone out there this is a family friendly (laughs) podcast
0: Anyway, I guess we can move on now. <laughs> Goodness, what's the deal with any album anniversaries? Do we have any? Do we have a variety of music? In we have the a variety this
1: week. We have a couple that I missed last week uh, that are literally anniversaries on March first, um, nineteen sixty-eight. Joni Mitchell's first album song to a seagull came out
0: i love Joni mitchell Joni
1: mitchell man i i like her as i get older i didn't listen to her when i was younger but as i get older i'm like man this this girl knows what's going on man yeah. she, she had she's got she's got a good good concept of songwriting and storytelling oh, I for like sure, it. yeah. like she's fantastic which yeah. i've always liked her album blue but like i've never really ventured out past that but i started listening to this a little bit and it's man it's great cool uh the cranberries everybody else is doing it so why can't we 1993. If
0: it wasn't the album with Zombie, I'm not familiar. (laughs) Me and the rest of America.
1: Uh, Genesis. And then there was three. That is is when (laughs) it's called. And then there was three because one of them left. So that was their third album. Uh, It's a a little on my nose
0: if you ask me. Yeah,
1: 1978. All right. So that's the ones I missed. Um, And uh, then we have a few albums and i'm not going to do everyone that i've got on my list because i'm just not going to uh, cuz i did so many last week and you i'm going to i'm going like to i'm going to tone it down a little many. bit. Uh we've talked about Mary Morris before. Her second album Girl came out in 2019.
0: Fantastic. Listen to that album, especially Bones, so good.
1: Yep. Great album. Uh someone i haven't listened to as much, but i like all of her stuff. Once again, another another woman that knows how to storytell and and do great songwriting lyrics. Me and, she me is and fantastic. Mary Morris
0: with storytelling, no if way. i can say. If i can just say.
1: <laughs> oh boy! Um, and then, arguably, uh, their best album, U two, nineteen seventy or sorry, nineteen eighty seven, the Joshua Tree, which is where I can't find what I can't find what I'm looking for. The streets yeah. have no name. Bullet the blue sky. People I like mean, like, lost
0: their minds over Joshua Tree.
1: Joshua Tree is an epic piece of American music history. Actually, I'm not, not really- even American because they're Irish. Sorry, my bad. Uh, but yes, like it's a great piece of music history that is. Awesome. He
0: was just so fired up. People, he knocked into his own mic just now, microphone. if you heard that.
1: Um, Joshua Tree was one of those first albums when I was a kid that that I latched on
0: I will tell you, I've never listened to Joshua Tree.
1: Yeah, you're going to listen to it this it week. it might
0: be because just Bono and those stupid glasses. I just, mm, I get something <laughs> in my head. And...
1: Um, Lenny Kravitz, Are You Going to Go My Way? His first mm-hmm. album,
0: 1993.
1: You just might, Lenny. I just might. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Man. <laughs> P.S.A. Number Two: We are still a fr- <laughs> family friendly podcast. Oh goodness, goodness gracious! Um, one of my I don't fa- want
0: to get canceled. Everybody relax.
1: Um, one of my favorite bands in 2010, uh, Demon Hunter, released their fifth album, uh, "The World Is a Thorn," uh, which was a great album. It's more. Um, I, I listened. They put out a podcast when they made this album, and uh, they were talking about the tracks. And um, one track in particular called "Life War," um, the 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 entire song is one chord they never change chords it's one chord and i didn't even think of it that way until i listened to the podcast and then i listened to the song again and i listened to their singer talking about it and i was like he's right it's all one chord but the way they do it is so cool and it's a it's it's like a marching kind of beat for the song it's pretty cool uh but yeah this world is a thorn great album um for all of you pop punk fans out there and uh uh possible canadian fans out there reliant k mm. two lefts don't make a right but three do
0: i only know their christmas album
1: oh man that's a good album too mm-hmm. um but three uh two rights don't make a left but three do is my favorite album of reliant k's it is absolutely fantastic they have a song on there called uh jefferson airplane and mm. i love it it's great. Oh,
0: I'm interested in that. Yep,
1: yeah, they have that. They have a song uh, on there called "Death and Taxes." They they have some great stuff. It's pop punk, but they started moving into actually telling stories and being more writers and mo- moving into kind of alternative as well. Like it's good stuff. Nice. Um, and then. Uh, to bring it back around to what we started with, uh, with the concert I went to, Fit for a King, their first album is on an anniversary from 2013. It's now 10 years old. Which, nice. uh, they did a song on there. Uh, uh, when we saw them live, called Bitter Pill. Nice. Um, fantastic album. Uh, The Resistance is another good song on there. But yeah, it's he- it's heavier than their new album, cool. but it's good stuff.
0: I also just wanted to. And it's it's oh, called sorry, sorry. It's called
1: Creation Destruction.
0: My apologies. I had thought you had said that already. Yep. Um, this is not on this topic, but back to our basement clean-out. If you guys saw the baseball that I posted earlier this week, or I posted on Saturday, <laughs> yeah, Steven had a baseball from when he was a kid, and one of his like baseball teammates, his name was Jess, and so it, the way it's all signed, it looks like it says Jess Ogle. And so I posted that and was like, this is some incredible foreshadowing, which I thought was hilarious. And there was a couple other finds that we um, – yeah. Found during the basement clean out. I have this box of like rando wigs from one of my older aunts after she passed away. <laughs> and we found this really cool drawing that his dad did. Um he was in you know, we've talked about before his dad's being the almost brothers.
1: No, it's not the almost brothers. Oh. Who no that's from when he was in Louisiana when he played with uh, Steve Babbin. And um, I can never remember oh, the other guy's I'm sorry, name. Sorry, I misunderstood that. No, because um, uh, Steve Babbin is playing banjo. I cannot bl- remember who's playing washboard. And then my dad was playing guitar.
0: Well, either way, he drew a hand drawing of a picture of the three of them. Yeah. And we'll post that because it's super cool. It's sitting next to me on my um, entertainment stand right now. But yeah. we'll post a couple of the pictures that we found. And I'll post my baseball again for those of you who. Didn't find it. It is literally on the shelf in the kitchen now. And my friend Molly was like, you need to get a case for it. <laughs> <laughs> I said I might. Yeah, that's awesome. Hilarious. Um, when it's meant to be, it's meant to be, y'all. It's <laughs> nothing you can do about it.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and what what makes today special, Stephen?
1: Today, because uh, we're recording on Monday, uh, yes. March You'll 6th, find out
0: why in a moment.
1: 2023. Today is the 25th anniversary from 1998 of the single greatest movie of all time that there there's no question i don't care what anybody says it's always this movie and it forever will be the big lebowski
0: y'all He just starts quoting it randomly all the time. It's not even random. I can
1: (laughs) life always falls back to to Lebowski. It always does.
0: Like I can tell when we're having a conversation and then he like veers off into like his Lebowski voice. And I'm like, Oh my God. It's just I, I it doesn't matter like what we're talking about. All of a sudden he's and I'm like, I know that you're not even talking to me right now. This is a Lebowski quote.
1: Um, John Goodman. Um Sam Elliott.
0: Jeff Bridges.
1: Jeff Bridges. John Turturro.
0: Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Tara Reed.
1: Tara Reed. It Julian it, Moore. Um uh, Flea from uh, yeah from red hot chili peppers it is
0: a great movie don't get me wrong steve buscemi yep um don't get me wrong it is a great movie but the way this man is like obsessed with it my brother i don't know what it is my brother also is like totally into lebowski and Mm. they can text quotes lebowski my brother dressed up as lebowski for halloween once and it was perfect yeah. But I'm like, oh my God, the obsession.
1: Um, if you if you folks remember from way back, uh probably a good forty episodes ago when we were talking about going to Georgia for Katie's wedding on the way home. Oh yes. Eric and I discovered yes. our love, our, our genuine uh um same love for yeah. the big Lebowski, in which we started just quoting pretty much the entire movie. Uh I- Ricky and I have been quoting Lebowski since Uh, I didn't see this movie in 1998. I remember the pre-twin cinema that was the only theater in my hometown. I remember seeing it, the letters out there on the marquee, but I never went and saw it. I I don't know. I was in high school, like senior year. I didn't go to the movies a lot when I was actually in school, Um, but uh, I didn't see it until 2001.
0: Okay. I don't know when my brother saw it, but I do know that um, I went to Paris in, I want to say 2017, and I was walking um, by the scene, and they had vendors and stuff out, and I saw a Big Lebowski poster in French that I brought my bought my brother when I was in Paris so he's got that hanging in the basement one of the corners got like bent he's very upset about it but he still got it up and it looks cool
1: yeah it's it's very cool he told me that he did see that movie in 98 when it came out he was like 12 or 13 years old yeah. but he said he didn't understand it until he rewatched it in 2004 and all the
0: <laughs> 800 other times that he has seen it
1: which is hilarious that he was 12 or 13 watching it because uh I can't I I can quote parts of that movie but not on the podcast cuz there's a ton of f-words like um and that was uh i don't know it's it's uh it's it's great it's amazing every situation i'm in if i if i think about it even just a little bit i can find the lebowski in it
0: one of the most hilarious things is jeff bridges wears jelly shoes throughout the whole movie (laughs) and they are jeff bridges jelly shoes yes like he brought them and he wore them on set, and then so now Lebowski wears jelly shoes. It's it's hilarious. Yes,
1: yes. So like, oh my gosh, there's just so many, there's so much good in that movie. It's very funny. I didn't understand it on my first watch, and then I turned around and uh, the, uh, I was actually watching it with Ricky's now uh, brother-in-law. Uh, not at the time, but now brother-in-law. Um, we watched it. We. Laughed a little bit. We went and got Taco Bell, came back and watched it again, and then proceeded to laugh through the entire movie because it made sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, I've got it on audio for crying out loud. I have it yeah. on my phone. I have ripped audio because I worked with a guy that would rip audio from DVDs. I'm sure
0: we'll be watching it one day this week. Well, maybe tonight. Woo-hoo! I don't think I have the capacity because I was up till midnight last night. And why?
1: Oh, we got oh.
0: a few minutes left to talk about.
1: A few minutes to talk about AEW Revolution
0: pay-per-view last night
1: yeah um interesting so the the pre-show had one of the best matches on the card um
0: and it wasn't even on the actual show yeah yeah
1: it was a pre-show um and that was the lucha bros and uh mark briscoe uh versus uh uh mark sterling's uh smart mark uh sterling's band of uh gentlemen that he's got um but, uh, man, Mark Briscoe is probably, right now, one of the best workers that I see on TV.
0: What's crazy is He for, makes
1: everybody look good.
0: What's crazy for me with him is, so he was part of the Briscoe brothers, yep. and his brother was killed in a car accident, but they got a bit canceled because while in character, his brother said some homophobic, was it like slurs, some some just bigot bigoted comments, and but he was as- As his, like, they're kind of like hillbilly characters, not whatever. And he kind of got canceled. So it.
1: But his comments were literally like 12 years ago. And
0: he has since apologized for them. And then, you know, but nobody would touch them. Nobody, no AEW, WWE, no way. AEW wouldn't touch them. Even like. Impact
1: worked with them. New Japan would work with them. But no. Ring of Honor would work with them. No, like,
0: big televised, like, you know. And then his brother's killed in a car accident. And now he's part of AEW, Ring yeah. of Honor, and he's wrestling. And I think it's very bitter. It has to be very bittersweet for him to know that he's more mainstream in wrestling now, only because he's by himself because his brother died. Yeah. And I-, I think that's part of like the cancel culture thing. Like when you're like a a divisive character like that and you're playing that character, like. that's that's what you're doing and you still apologize for it like nobody's gonna you know nobody's gonna hate somebody who plays like Hitler in a movie they're playing that character they're not going so it's a it's a tricky thing but nonetheless I just think that that's interesting and what that must feel like for him to to get to this level but basically because his brother passed
1: yeah and he's a great worker man he makes everybody he's with look awesome like your dad and I were talking about that on Sunday of just like he is, if he's in a match, you're watching it because he's so good. And like, the
0: fans seem to like him. Oh, wrestling fans are like the ficklest fans like in the world. It's yeah. like they will be die hard one way and then one thing happens in the ring and the next day they're die hard the other way. Like they were never die hard the other way in the first place. They're whiplash fans.
1: And that's a lot of the internet fans. Too. Yes. It's not the yes. majority because of wrestling fans. Because they've got
0: more fans. of a voice now.
1: Yeah, they have a lot more of a voice. Um, I
0: I will let you talk more about the pay-per-view, but from my perspective, trash.
1: The pay-per-view was not great. And I stayed
0: up till midnight like a fool.
1: I have watched everything AEW um, since its inception. I have watched everything except for the original pay-per-view that was sponsored by Ring of Honor at the time. um, That uh, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks put together. That's the only pay-per-view I didn't see. Everything else I've seen of theirs, everything that they've put out on TV or on pay-per-view I've seen. I don't watch their YouTube shows. Um, I I don't don't watch anybody's YouTube shows. So if it's been on TV or been on pay-per-view, I have seen it. And this was by far the least... That I was looking forward to, that they've put out. Like looking at the card, I was just like, none of this is exciting to me. And I like a lot of the people that were on the card. I like Moxley. I like Hangman. I don't think they had a good match. I don't think their match was entertaining at all, which is crazy because they're two of the top guys in the business right now, and they could not enter. Like that crowd was sitting on their hands, yeah, which is insane to me. And there will be a ton of people. I've read some of it today on the internet. That are just like gangbusters about this match, and it's like you weren't paying attention to the crowd either, because that crowd was not into that match. They just weren't. Not at all. They weren't.
0: The crowd wasn't into most of the night. There wasn't a lot of. There was a lot of quiet times.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, they had less matches than normal because their main event was a sixty-minute Iron Man match that technically, um, ended in a tie, so they went to sudden death. So technically, it was sixty-seven minutes. I think is what it turned out to be, and. I knew going into it that there was no way that the challenger Brian Danielson would win. MJF was going to retain. Like MJF that's just is a trash human being. And he, it's the big controversy today online has been the fact that he grabbed a woman's uh, cup of tequila that she had because she had like a mixed drink. Yeah, and threw it in her son's face. What's insane to me. Is the amount of people that are saying, oh, yeah, man, that was so cool. What is the. Throwing tequila in a kid's face is not cool.
0: Like MJF is one of those heels where like he doesn't know how to be a heel. So he's just a complete a-hole. Yeah. Like there's a difference between being a good heel and getting good heat and getting booed and saying the thing that makes everyone go, oh, my God, that was awesome. I can't believe he said that and then just being like lowbrow trash human being. Yes. And what makes me sad for society as a whole and this is across politics, across all of the stuff now is like the the level of support for actual trash human beings is astounding to me.
1: It's crazy. It, is, like, it across, is really crazy. Across
0: the board, everything I see in the internet, everything that's going on in the country right now, the support that people give human beings that are actual trash is blowing my mind.
1: Yeah. And people are praising him for throwing yeah. tequila in a well, kid's what is
0: face. The, is there a response from like the mom? The, or
1: The response was, is that AEW saw it in the back and Tony Khan went, oh, no. And they got their, their relations, their customer relations department, which is headed up by Brody Lee's, uh, widow, yeah. Amanda Huber. She went out there and sat next to the kid. They brought him backstage. They gave him a bunch of merchandise and stuff because it was not part of the show. It was not supposed to happen. Not something that they had planned. I
0: would have sued him for assault.
1: Like it's not a plant. And the thing is, is that yes, I mentioned Moxley and Hangman. They both got very bloody. They both cut each other open. They they did a very bloody match, and this kid actually saw that match happen. Yes. Cool. That's the parent's fault for bringing them to a show in which they knew a quote-unquote Texas death match would be there.
0: There's nothing wrong with but, that. The but kid but the par- videos all day long.
1: But the parent is not responsible for MJF grabbing their drink and throwing it in the yeah, kid's that face. that kid was assaulted. For sure. MJF like,
0: should have been arrested.
1: Like, it's not... It, like because that's been the argument it's like well he saw these people that uh he saw people bleed in the matches before it li- doesn't matter but that's not the same thing
0: Th- this is what concerns me for our country yeah it's bad like, like literally
1: yeah and for me like i missed it because i was saying something to eric oh i saw it and then like you guys pointed it out because eric was here and tony was here and and tony was like did he just throw did he just throw that in that kid's face like oh my gosh and then like immediately like went online and you could see immediately people were like losing their mind.
0: No wonder his fiance dumped him.
1: Yeah. That's disgusting. That that's uh, like,
0: I love a good heel. They've got, um, a wrestler named Christian cage in AEW who used to be in WWE is way too good for AEW. He is a heel. He is a great heel. He (laughs) is what you want in a heel. He's, he his delivery (laughs) the way he acts. He is a heel. Like there's a difference between being like, a bad human being, being a jerk, being whatever, and being a heel. If you're a heel, like, you're putting on that performance. You're doing that well. And you're not looking for the cheap heat. You're not looking for, like, the lowbrow comments. You're you're smart and you're intellectual in the things that you're saying.
1: And the thing is, is that he, Christian Cage wrestled his whole match that was, like, a, basically, like, a street fight, like, casket type of match thing where he the, the winner... Uh, wins by throw, locking their person in the uh, their opponent in the casket. So he's fighting uh, Jack Perry, uh, Luke Perry's son, Jungle Boy. Yep. And uh, Christian Cage wrestled the whole match in a turtleneck. I have never seen that before, well, and sleeveless. nobody else could pull it off. But a sleeveless turtleneck, yeah. looking like he was right out of Starsky and Hutch. Yes. That Jess says all the time. Every yep. time we see him. I've never seen anybody wrestle in a turtleneck before for a whole match, he's and so that was cool. it, so entertaining. I love it. Uh, he was great, um, and him
0: losing when you're a good heel yeah. and you're getting like that—that that good heat, you can lose. That's the thing about MJF and Brian Danielson. MJF needs to lose. He does. He's a wrestler that doesn't even wrestle. And Tony Khan just lets him do whatever he wants, and I don't get it. They have so many men and women on that roster that are underutilized, and then you have somebody like that be like your basic spokesperson since you're allowing it. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate.
0: But Jack Perry did win. I just want to say, Team Dylan for life. <laughs> That's all.
1: Um, and then uh one of the uh, one of the beginning. Uh, matches was a match with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega defending their trios tag titles um, against a group called the House of Black. And this is a group that's been around for well over a year. Um, they're guys that are comprised of uh, Buddy Matthews, Brody King, and Ale- Ooh, I almost said his WWE name Malachi Black. And, and Julia Hart. And Julia Hart, which Julia Hart, man, uh, she's on their YouTube shows a lot, and I see clips of her stuff sometimes on Twitter or whatever. And she's coming along. Like, she's talked about how those three guys are very experienced, and they are training her, like, daily on stuff and what to do. And and so she's getting some good training. But I got to tell you, her the, the, the stuff they wear to the ring, the mask, she's got one of those, like, round – brimmed hat things like look like like cad Bane. yeah like they are <laughs> so like pristine man i love their look yeah. i love their music they're the only group that the lights go out for yeah. um they have a very good gimmick and it's funny because buddy matthews has no tattoos brody king and malachi black are tattooed head to toe covered. i mean like covered in tattoos yeah. um and, uh, and they won, and it was such a good match. Yeah. It was the one match on the card besides Christian Cage and Jack Perry that I was looking forward to, and, like, it did not disappoint AEW's at all. AEW's
0: pay-per-views are also too long. Yes. I mean, it went from, like, 8 to midnight, and on a Sunday. So, like – You know, I guess I could have went upstairs and gone to bed, but I already just know what was going to happen because Soph wasn't going to come up to bed and she's playing with everybody down there and I'm going to hear her like barking or like running around or whatever. And it's just, I, you know, you get into your routine. My routine is me and Steven and Sophia all getting ready for bed together and going to bed. And like when there's other people in your house and like, you know, you might not feel comfortable taking off your pants and getting into bed. When you've got a house with a bunch of people in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, this was also the first AEW pay-per-view that uh, only had one women's match on the whole card. And I thought that was... I, I, I got to be honest. I hated it. Yeah, me too. I hated the fact that it's only one women's and match. It they had. have so many women that were sitting in the back and catering that should have had a match.
0: And so many women that were better than the women in that match.
1: Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader awesome. is
0: the... Bee's knees, she's amazing. Yes, Ruby Soho also great. Saraya is just like dirt on the bottom of my shoe, <laughs> and she has brought Tony Storm down to her level.
1: Uh, Saraya has take had uh, she cannot uh, wrestle. She had she, like four or five years off due to neck injuries, and she is not because you ready. always
0: tell me how when she was Paige before that she was great in the ring. She was everything. Oh, she
1: was one wonderful. She
0: is horrible in the ring. She's horrible on the mic. I can't even stand her her voice or her face. I get like a rash. I like irrationally cannot stand people and <laughs> she's one of them.
1: Yeah, and uh like uh, another person covered in tattoos, Ruby Soho. She doesn't look anything like anybody in wrestling. Yeah. And I feel like I in a way I feel bad for her because it, when she was in NXT, she never got to fully push her character up and then she got pulled to the main roster, thrown into the deep end and then they never really committed to her character. And then she came over to AEW and they treated her amazing when she came in like it was a big deal that they got Ruby Soho. And then they dropped the ball. They and then do they dropped the everybody. ball. And then they dropped the ball. And they like
0: they did that with Keith Lee. They did that with her. Like there's uh if I sit and think about it, there's tons of people that they've done it with.
1: Yeah, and it's just like I, I, Ruby Ruby deserves more than that.
0: Did you ever see the movie Little Big League? Where the, um, it's like, uh, like an eleven-year-old kid inherits his like grandpa's baseball team, professional baseball team. Oh my gosh. And he becomes the owner of like, let's say, the Braves or something. Okay. And so he's like having to make decisions and having to do stuff. That is what I feel like Tony Khan is with AEW. Oh my god, he's like a little kid who was a wrestling fan, and now he's in charge of it. But since he's a little kid and a fan, he doesn't know what he's doing, and everything is just running amok.
1: What 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 was it your your brother said last night? Was like,
0: "Daddy, can I get Soraya? Yeah, like, exactly. That's pretty much just bankrolled by his dad to get. Oh,
1: man, it's unfortunate. They need. They need better creative because this this if this pay per view is what is 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 an example of what is to come, it's not it's not looking promising for the future for them and it, they're going to lose a lot of fans because what they did there was a lot of people sitting on their hands. Their tag champions defended their titles. They're supposed to be heels. They won the match dirty, and the crowd didn't even put in Crickets. effort to boo them.
0: I will say for one of my final comments on this. Steven always watched AEW Live every week, every Wednesday from 8 to 10. Wrestling was on in the house. Sometimes I'd watch, sometimes I'd read, whatever. He has stopped doing that. Yeah. And that's so, that's crazy to me. I'm like, wow, he doesn't, he waits till we go to bed and he's like, oh, what do you want to do? And I'm like, wow, this whole new world has opened up for another day for us.
1: And and I do that so that I can fast forward through all the garbage. trashy garbage segments that I just can't believe i'm is on my tv which that's another thing the pre-show had a great match but the pre-show the pre-show went from renee who is absolutely one of the best like interviewers interview people i've ever seen on anything she is fantastic she does all of her homework she's very professional She has great facial expressions. She talks to the person. When she's done, she throws it back to the main commentators. Like, she's very professional and very good at her job. They went from her to somebody else that literally I felt like I was watching a show from Podunk, Tennessee that was like a wrestling show that seven people would show up to. And I was was like, what am I—this is supposed to be the— the second best my wrestling company was, in America, and it looks like it belongs with seven people watching. My
0: brother was watching that from home and texting, "Is like I am not sure if I am going to come over. This is horrible."
1: But oh, it I was guess, so. it was awful. They'd f- go to Renee and it'd be amazing, and then go to this other guy and it would be like, "Oh my gosh, what? Oh, this is horrible."
0: We'll have more for you on the wrestling front, front, but pay attention next month when we review. Um, Day one and two of WrestleMania, and Ooh. you're going to hear a very different type of wrestling review. I'm sure.
1: Uh, there it will be. I'm. It's not even, man. I, it, you brought it up, so I'm going to say something. Like it's not even a competition. No, not. It's anymore. not even close. No. Like when WWE comes to town, it is a legit spectacle that is unlike anything you have ever seen. Like yeah. there are 16 semi trucks showing up with all their equipment. They are legit ready to go. Everything will look amazing. The card, the matches, you may not be excited about the matches, but they will pull it off, and you will be surprised with what you watch. Well, I
0: feel like AEW has just gotten too big for their britches. Like, they had some success, and so they thought they were WWE, and they're not. And that's where we're at.
1: Yeah, and... You know they got. They need to go out. They need to move into their own and stop trying to copy
0: things that have been done. Yep.
1: And that is that is what's holding them up. That's their that's their clog. Yeah. That they need that guy on TikTok TikTok to to, show up and and unclog their drain. I'm going
0: to wrap it up here, folks, because (laughs) he's going off the rails. So uh, where can they find us? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, WordPress, Tumblr, website. I'm going to start trying to get some more stuff up on the website, kind of expand a little bit, maybe toss in like a little blog or something here or there. So bear with me over the next month. I'm probably going to figure out how to do that. Probably sooner, but just because I feel like it's going to not be as quick, I'm going to say a month. Uh, Thank you guys (laughs) all for listening. Like, listen, subscribe, share, tell your friends.
1: I believe that's all we can say this week. Bye, y'all. Testing, testing.
0: Testing, one, two, one, two, one, two. Testing, testing.
1: 1473, four. I saw a one. meme
0: today that said, What word do you always pronounce incorrectly? And they thought of you, and it was all of them. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>